Good morning, good afternoon, good evening slash night, whenever you're listening to this. This is Midweek Online at New Purpose Church. I'm Pastor Cody. And I'm Emily. And, and we're so excited that you are tuning yeah. in. Pastor Cody, what is Midweek Online? This is just a time in the middle of the week and it's online. And it's a time for us to go deeper into the message from the weekend, to talk about some topics that are going to bring hope and life into your week and hopefully build your faith and just talk about all kinds of stuff. Yeah, I love that because it's a long time from Sunday to Sunday. So having something in the middle of the week to, you know, remind me, encourage me, um, and even just a recap, like you said, of what was talked about on Sunday. Emily, how's your day been? Day has been good. Um, did a, a lot of things today. Okay. It was hot outside, worked, um, delivered some food to some of uh, our members who were under the weather, dropped some food off um, to some other people. You know. It's been a day. Running The heat index is like 105 too. It's ridiculous. But anyways, this has been a fun time, but we're ready for midweek online. And Emily, before we jump into it, one more thing. We have some fun stuff happening this weekend. This weekend is baptism weekend. It is. And if you are in the Middle Tennessee area and you have nowhere to go, you should definitely check out New Purpose Church. Uh, We meet on Sundays at 10 a.m. Then we have this midweek online during the week. And then we have um, all sorts of things going on on our social accounts. But this weekend, this upcoming weekend, Sunday, August 29th is baptism weekend. And if you have never been baptized, you should come check it out. Uh, We're going to be sharing stories, talking about baptism. And if you've already been baptized, please still come. It's an amazing service. And we actually don't even do baptisms until after the service. And like you said, baptism weekend, it's not only for people who are getting baptized. It's for everyone. It's just the weekend we do baptisms. And so the more people that are there, the more people to celebrate all these people taking that step. And so if you have questions about baptism, want to know more about it, or if you want to sign up, it's not too late. Go to newpurpose.church. And the very first thing on our website is all about baptism weekend. You can click there, learn more, sign up. Right. And if you have any questions, need prayer, want to learn more, um, like, subscribe, this podcast, share it, find our social accounts, New Purpose Church, um, and get connected with us. We have YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. It's all there. And um, we'd love to connect with you. Yeah. And so you may be listening to this on like Facebook or YouTube or something. Go subscribe to our podcast because just New Purpose Church, because there you can catch up on messages you missed. You can share them with other people, but also every Wednesday, we're going to be putting this up this midweek online where, like we said, we recap some stuff and that's probably the easiest way to listen to it is over there. But exactly. And, um, let's go ahead and jump into our topic. So you preached an awesome message this last Sunday. And so I thought today we could recap, um, your message about truth. And so give us a little quick recap. What was the name of the message? Are you in a series and maybe like one thing that really, um, stuck out in that message? Yeah. So the series we're in is called canceled. And this message was called the truth about your truth. That's kind of a buzzword in our culture right now is, you know, my truth. And basically what people mean when they say that is 
um, even though it may not be factually true, if I feel that this way, then that makes it true. Hmm. So if I wake up and I feel a certain way, then that needs to be accepted as truth. And the danger comes in because that's not just the world or crazy videos that you see or anything like that. We can do that as believers. Like we can wake up or have believed something our whole life about God or our faith or, you know, our actions and start to believe, well, that's true for me. And then we miss out on what God has for us because really there's a one central truth. Hebrews called it a trustworthy anchor for our souls. There's Jesus, there's God's word, there's what he says, and we've got to go to God's word for the truth because the Bible's actually pretty clear about stuff and easy to, you know, understand as far as what God says is right and wrong, how he says we should live and shouldn't live and all that. That's really good. And you had a couple of points too, um, that I'd like you to, to kind of go over really quick. I know one of them I think was truth is not something we decide. It's something we discover. Can you unpack that for a little bit? Yeah. Yeah. So in kind of the main verse for this message was Ephesians 4, 14 through 15. And that's where we got this whole thing about truth isn't something we decide. It's what we discover. So check this out. Paul is saying this to a church in Ephesus and it says, then we'll no longer be immature like children. We won't be tossed or blown out by every wind of new teaching. Uh, we won't be influenced when people try to trick us with lies so clever that they sound like the truth. And so the truth is our culture, but also in life as saying I'm a believer in Jesus, I'll follow after him. There's so many different opinions out there about stuff, but we want to know the truth. We don't want our faith based on opinions. We want it based on fact. And so only we had kind of a fun example that went along with this and kind of set up the message. Do you remember the blue and black, white, gold dress picture. I remember the white and gold picture. Yes. So it went viral like a while back. But basically, if you don't know what it is, just Google blue and black dress and it's the first thing that comes up. But basically, someone posted a picture of this dress and legitimately, Emily, you were not lying. Hand on the Bible. What color is this dress? It is white and gold. This is crazy because I cannot even trick myself into seeing white and gold. It looked blue and black to me. Well, the truth is One that it's is white wrong. and gold. One of us is wrong. So the truth is though, no matter which one's correct, one of us has to be right. Like this is a real dress. Someone actually took a picture of it. And so there, there is truth out there. And that's kind of what we were going with this message is it doesn't matter how you see things. Are your feelings very real? Yes. Are you really feeling them? Yes. Do you really believe something that moment? Yes. But we've got to get down to the truth of what God says. And so if you look this up, they actually found this dress. I don't know if they found the person that posted it or just found it somewhere. And it is actually blue and black. And so there was truth out there. And in our culture and in life, there are so many different opinions about how you should live your life or who God is or how he feels about you or even stuff like, like this, like who's allowed to come to church or uh, what am I allowed to wear at church or stuff like that can get so 
crazy, but there really is truth out there, right? Right. So your truth and what you think is true can affect your view of culture, church, your life. And so that's why it's so important to know the truth. The truth. And where do we find the truth? Well, we as people that have put our faith and trust in Jesus would follow his words and what he says is true. But you're saying that even um, the truths that you think about church or prayer or quiet time, again, that's all rooted in something and can totally twist your view of everything. Right. Emily, I know you have like a super strict, like Bible reading schedule, like how you, like, you're very passionate about it. It's something you talk about all the time. Be sharing your Bible every day. Why does that matter? Well, it matters because that's your source. That's how you stay connected. That's how you stay anchored in what you know to be true. And so when you have that anchor and when you have that connection to that source, it allows you to see the truth about what God says about everything. And so you and I have talked to people before. We were in youth ministry for seven years and now we lead a church, but we, we've talked to people before who have said things like, well, I don't really feel like I need to read the Bible. I don't have time. And what I do on Sundays is fine. And we both know like, that's not good. Like you're going to miss out on truth, but they really feel that way. They really feel, I don't need to be in God's word as often as you're saying, I don't have time for it anyway. I don't get anything out of it. And so their feeling is real, right? but that's not the truth. Right. Well, sometimes too, they, they might not be that extreme. They may just say, well, I can, you know, get God's word out of nature and fish and golf on Sundays, or I can get, just you know, listen, God, to listen to some worship music. But you also hit a point that said, when you call something your truth, you sabotage your ability to grow in God's truth about you. And so when you get in your Bible and you have that quiet time, you're going to see things that that say, you know, don't forsake the assembly of gathering together. And so we can wake up and feel like it's raining outside. Missing church isn't that big of a deal. And it it can affect our week so much. And it's not that God is like waiting for you to miss church and he's going to hurl a lightning bolt at you. That's not what it is. But over time, when we skip out on gathering together and hearing God's word, it does impact our faith. It does impact the way our, our children see church. I mean, it will over time. And so we may very much feel like not making church a consistent priority isn't that big of a deal, but that doesn't mean that's the truth. A, a, a person could feel like, well, I'm going to marry this person. So it's fine if we go too far. It's fine if we do this, but just because they feel that way, that doesn't make it the truth. And that's what we were trying to get at. Because when you start to convince yourself, well, how I feel in my relationship with God is just what I need to assume is true. Then it doesn't matter if someone comes to you or if you read God's word and see something that contradicts that because you've already decided what you feel is right. And so you sabotage yourself from ever really knowing God's truth about you. And Emily, God loves everyone. And so when when you start to just decide what's true, what happens when you wake up one day and your life has gone the wrong direction and you start to convince yourself God doesn't care mm-hmm. and God doesn't love you. 
And if you have convinced yourself long enough that what you believe is automatically true and you aren't looking for the truth, I mean, how, what would someone's life look like who really believes God doesn't care about them? I mean, it could go so many different directions. And that's why this is so important. I've, I've talked about it on Sundays before at New Purpose, but I knew God wanted me to go into youth ministry and spend my entire life leading people to Jesus when I was in high school. And about a year after I knew God wanted me to do that, I started hanging out with the wrong people. I wasn't in God's word and I wasn't making church a priority. And slowly they convinced me and I convinced myself that all that was a lie. I didn't need to go into ministry. That wasn't what God wanted me to do. And it wasn't that I didn't believe in God anymore. It's that I was so disconnected from his word that I was falling for lies that sounded like the truth. And it wasn't until I had this moment where I really realized what was going on that everything changed. And Emily, so many people can miss out on God's best for their life when they're not anchored in, you know, what's true. What do you think? Yeah, I think that's great. The two verses that come to mind are the one that you shared about um, Sunday in Ephesians and the part that says, we will not be influenced when people try to trick us with lies so clever they sound like the truth. And you're able to say we will not be influenced because you have decided to follow Jesus and know that he is the only way truth yeah. and life. And that's what it says in John is that he is the only way truth and life. And so when you decide to follow him, he makes a way and he reveals the truth to you. And then your life is forever impacted. And when things come up in culture, this isn't a bash culture thing, but when things come up in culture and there's so many different voices, you won't have to fret or worry or be anxious because you will have already anchored yourself in his way and you'll be able to navigate through life. Um, and so that's why it's so important that you make quiet time a priority and prayer a priority and going to God's house a priority and serving a priority and sharing your faith and evangelizing with people um, because Without all of that, you're going to, like you said, fall off and get misguided and misdirected in where you're supposed to be because you decided, well, it's okay if I skip this one time or it's okay if I don't do this one time. Um, but when you're rooted in God's truth, you're less likely to have those thoughts and be able to navigate life. Right. Or even if you do have those thoughts, you're going to be able to go, well, no, that's not true. Right. And it's so important. And I would encourage you, if you haven't listened to the message, go back and watch it not because I think it was you know, not this like amazing thing, but I, I want you to get this. And here were these real quick points that I hit at the end because the whole message I was kind of setting up that our culture talks about what's my truth, and what I believe, but really, I mean, maybe they got that line of thinking from us because we as believers who go to church, follow Jesus, all of that, we can start to tell ourselves lies and call them Truth. And so hit the, I, you said some of these, but I want to hit them real quick. I had these points at the end about lies that us as Christians start to call my truth. And it's really things like skipping my quiet time today is fine. I'm busy anyway. But we know after time of you doing that, you get so disconnected from God and his peace and his joy and what he wants to bring in your life. 
Another one was prayer isn't that big of a deal. It's awkward anyway. Uh, prayer is such a big deal. That's talking to God. My church attendance has no impact on my faith. You talked about that before, but then we're disconnected from the body. We're not having those people around us encouraging us. We're not worshiping together. And that matters. This was a big one. Serving is for people who have nothing better to do. Like I'm important. I've got a job. I've got a million things to do. I don't have time to serve. Or that last one. And it's one you just hit on was like evangelism isn't for me. Telling people about Jesus just doesn't fit into my personality type because I'm an introvert or something like that. When really God has such a huge plan to use each and every single person. And you'll start to believe that because maybe you heard that preached once or someone told you that once. Uh, but really God, God loves everyone and wants to use them in such a huge way. So we got to be anchored to that truth, like you said. That's right. And again, getting into God's word um, and staying connected, you don't just plug in your cell phone or your computer one time all week. It would be dead. You're, you're constantly charging your phone in the car or by your bed or in the kitchen. And so the same with God's word, that's the only way you can combat Satan's lies because he will twist truth and God will tell the truth and you have to be in his word to know the difference um, because you're going to get a lot of things thrown your way. You're going to get a lot of things um, that you read or that you hear, that you watch or that you see. And again, there's a lot out there. And so you have to really dive into what God's word says um, and stay connected to it. And then again, all of those ways um, you mentioned serving um, a lot of times someone will say, well, somebody else is already doing it. Mm -hmm. Well, there are plenty of roles and positions and things for you to do because Jesus came to serve us um, and we're supposed to be like Jesus. Mm -hmm. And so, um, so when you serve and when you evangelize and when you attend and pray, pray you grow closer to that source, source and solidify the truth. That's good. Well, I'm excited because we're going to continue this series this weekend and keep talking about more stuff. But Emily, do you have anything else before we kind of sign off and say goodbye and get ready for the weekend? If you have questions about what you're reading, um, please reach out. If you don't have a Bible, please reach out. We will get you one. Um, we will get you one. Um, if you're not connected to a local church, we'll help you find one. Um, but again, stay connected with us. Even if you just want to send us a message that says, hey, um, we love to hear from y'all. Um, and um, yeah, like, follow, share. Um, and stay connected. And with we'd New love Purpose to Church. see you this weekend in New Purpose. I'm Pastor Cody. And I'm Emily. Thank you so much for joining us. Like we said, be sure to keep on the lookout. We'd love to see you this weekend, but we'll for sure also see you next week. See ya.